Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are, I wish that you're doing just well and you're happy and healthy and having a good time. It's been so long since we last talked and I'm so happy to be back, so excited. Uh, and of course, my deepest apologies for the stagnation that uh, we have had on Peabody's uh, for quite a long while did not actually publish any uh, podcast episodes due to, well, some maybe we can say justifiable reasons. <laughs> I've been definitely so busy uh, with thesis and side projects and internship. Uh, now I'm graduated, uh, Bachelor of Psychology. I did also apply for Masters, uh, which Again, more reasons to why I've been so busy. Uh, it was a tough competition, but I got through and now I'm doing my master's in clinical psychology at Health University, same university that I did my bachelor's in. I'm glad to be among these uh, amazing uh, uh, people uh, in my master's uh, journey. It's so far, it's been fifth it's been the fifth week i guess this week is the fifth week yeah i guess yeah uh it's been very very fulfilling i've been enjoying it it's amazing uh and i can't wait to uh share more with you as i learn uh whatever that may be relevant to our topic of beloved topic of friendship yes so yeah, and if you need any tips, uh, if you're applying for a master's in clinical psychology anywhere, you know, because I think uh, the process is quite similar across universities. Uh, but if specifically for help, then I can help you quite uh, a lot with how the process is, what you need to do, you know, uh, your resume, your uh, personal statement, uh, what other requirements there are. Uh, well, yeah, you can just hit me up, you know. Uh, I'm not a very hard person to find. You can uh, hit me up on LinkedIn or uh, yeah, or email me. My email address is over there as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, don't feel shy. So, today, as you can see, it's a solo episode. Uh, there's no guest. Uh, it's just me talking. And I would like to tell you uh what we're gonna do for the next year for this this year basically from now uh till the end of let's say 2023 or maybe till our next year's um anniversary so ever since i graduated i've been talking to a lot of friends uh acquaintances and something that i keep hearing from a lot of people and something that I also found out in my during my thesis research is that once you lose that common ground uh, of, of university which you know brought a lot of people together it seems as though for many friendships it's the case that 
once you lose that common ground, there's nothing to hold the group together anymore. So the moment you get out of university, you start working, uh, those friendships are lost. You lose touch. And part of the reason, as I realized uh, during my thesis research, is that most university friendships are not only built upon doing assignments together, doing projects together, you know, meeting up for assignments, meeting up for projects, but also maintained that way. So the one reason that university friends are university friends is basically for the very reason that, okay, we are here, we're students, we have a common goal, we want to pass, we want to graduate. So let's help each other. So that becomes the main component of university friendships. And as I was talking to uh, my participants, they also, they made distinction between university friends and as they call it, like normal everyday friends, uh, and how somebody transits, you know, from being a university friend to like a closed every, close everyday friend. And one thing they said that captured my attention was that once your friend, your university friend starts showing interest in your everyday life, in your very personhood, in your life story, that's the beginning of them leaving the university friendship frame and entering into, you know, a very personal, very private realm of friendship. Uh, which is no longer maintained by simply academics or projects or, you know, doing work together. Seems that for many of us, that's not the case. And we fail to reconnect at, or stay connected once we leave university because there was nothing more to those friendships than doing assignments. And that's a sad realization uh, to... To, to come by, you know, as I was, uh, as I was doing my thesis and just for the context of it, I graduated two semesters later than my batchmates. And if you're extending your program, it gets pretty lonely, you know, and if you don't have uh, friends who you can talk to, who can just simply be, be, be around when you're doing your work, you know, when you're around campus in library studying, uh, it just makes a huge difference for those who have and for those who don't have friends. And I was quite blessed and lucky and I, and I, and I was so thankful that I invested a lot in social relationships during my, my degree program. And I made friends uh, among juniors, you know, among those who came after me uh, to the bachelor's program. And that, that made me, made me uh, stay alive in a way, you know, like but that really helped me get through the challenges and difficulties uh, of, of thesis and the ending um, process of my, my bachelor's studies. Uh, so I always have great sympathy for those who had to endure this process alone and uh, you know, uh, 
and, and didn't have in their friendships more than just uh, assignments and studies. And it's not only those who 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 are uh, fresh graduates who face this issue. I've heard from a lot of people uh, who've been working for a few years now. They are uh, in the field, corporate field, I don't know, uh, whatever industry that they are in. And they struggle to stay connected and they struggle to, to socialize. Apparently, well, I've not been uh, working. I'm an international student in Malaysia, so I'm here just to study. I, there's nothing I, that I can do about that. Uh, but I hear regularly from those who have entered the, uh, the working realm and uh, they say it's quite much different when you enter the workspace. It's not as easy to make friends. Uh, it's not as easy to maintain uh, the friendships that you made outside the workspace even. And there are quite a number of factors that play with that. One being that, well, based on the numbers that we got, once you graduate above the age of 25, once you hit that point, our likelihood to be, uh, to be able to build and form lifelong close friendships drops by, I think, I think around 70 to 80%, if I'm not mistaken, one study, one, one, one survey indicated that. And there are so many reasons why uh, one could be that once you get to that age, there is family responsibilities. Um, you know, you want to make a family, you want to get married, start dating, get married, maybe you know, maybe you have kids and it's not just about you alone anymore. You're responsible for more than just one person. You're responsible for a family. And more than that, maybe it's, uh, maybe you're taking care of your parents as well. There's a work commitment. You know, you have to make a living. Uh, and all those pressures literally leaves no room for vulnerable, authentic, uh, genuine, uh, you know, friendship investments. And as uh, trivial as we might think of friendship, you know, because it always get pushed down, right? Like I'm dating now, I have other priorities. I'm studying now, study is my priority. I'm working now, work is my priority. I have a family to take care of. So, so it seems as though as important and significant friendship is, and data on that is quite clear, it's very easy for us to always procrastinate friendship to some other time, to always push it down uh, the hole. And it's not important, not urgent. Uh, or it's important, but not urgent. I have other, other urgent things. And it always gets pushed to the back, to the back. Uh, and a lot of people are suffering uh, for the lack of a strong, genuine social connection with somebody, let's say, outside family, uh, you know, outside the workspace, uh, whatever. And that's that's got me thinking, uh, you know. Uh, why it happens, how it happens, how, what we can do 
to uh, protect ourselves against loneliness, against uh, uh, isolation, against losing friendships that we invested in for years sometimes. And many of which just, you know, just disappear in, in a blink of an eye once we lose that common ground for whatever other reasons. So that, that leads me to the plans that we have for T-Buddies and what we're going to do, which I'm very, very excited for. Uh, so my vision for this year, 2023, uh, in regards with T-Buddies is that we will be focusing on friendship literacy and that encompasses anything and everything uh, in all dimensions that we can cover regarding friendship. What is friendship? What is a good, who is a good friend? Uh, how can we use our own personal character strength uh, to make good, long-lasting friendships? But this is the order in which we want to uh, pursue our agenda. And we're going to start with friendship loss. A, a, a topic that that that's been ignored in the scientific literature, uh, that's been ignored on societal level, uh, that's been ignored on individual level, uh, and there's a lot that comes with it and comes along, uh, you know, with with friendship loss that we don't actually talk about and whoever i talk to when i when i say when i when i show this this uh this passion for exploring what friendship loss is and with it comes you know grieving the loss of a friend which is a very very new thing uh, uh you know a new point of discussion for so many people when I, when I open it up everybody that i've talked to about it is so excited to find out more matter of fact I did a, a very brief literature review for Kara uh, Kara Mental Fitness uh, Therapy Center when I was interning at Kara Kara, and I was given this task of exploring friendship grief uh, and friendship loss. And you'd be surprised to hear that I couldn't find more than uh, three or four, maximum five scientific research on how friendship grief is experienced. There's tons on, you know, um, well, loss of a family member, grieving, um, you know, a breakup, a romantic relationship breakup. When it comes to friendship, it seems that the society uh, has had its way to suppress that quite, quite automatically. Because once you bring up the topic of, I've lost a friend, and I'm sad, you know, and I would like to go through this phase of uh, bereaving and grieving um, the loss of a friend. It seems that, based on my reading, uh, those are few papers that were available, lots of time the person who's grieving gets rushed by people around them to 
to get over it when it comes to you know losing a friend whereas let's say if a family member passes away which is a very terrible uh, painful experience to have uh, anyways the society gives you that space and the ritualistic uh experience of let's say burial and then post burial events you know uh the visits uh in 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 the christian culture the the services the wake you know and it seems as if the society prepares you and helps you and wants to be there for you when you're going through that grief but when you grieve the loss even when when you're grieving let's say a breakup there are friends out there who'd be like oh it's okay you know oh it's so sad it happened to you somebody going through a divorce you know you see that sympathy from at least more people compared to when you lose a friend losing a friend many a time is left in silence it's a silent grief it's a mute bereavement i would say many a time we we don't even allow ourselves to express that we are grieving um, the loss of a friend but many personal restraints and many um, societal restraints that that comes with grieving the loss of a friend and other ways of let's say uh, other things are relevant to the loss of friendship uh, being uh, subject to ghosting being ghosted by a friend which is a point of interest to me uh, and i hear of it more and more nowadays we don't know exactly uh, what the motives are because once you're ghosted you're ghosted you know like nobody tells you why and i would like to explore that friendship breakup uh, friendship betrayal uh, death of a friend so we're going to start with the loss uh, of friendship they for the first phase uh, of of this current year that we are in and then we would like to move on to friendship maintenance things that would help us be a better friend and also at the same time bring out the good friend in other people you know uh, i had this this uh, query uh, with a friend with a very close friend of mine Two, three years ago i proposed this question to myself and i was like hey if i'm kind to you is it my kindness that i'm giving away that i'm you know or is it yours that you're receiving and i've, I've thought this through and i'm still thinking about it but the conclusion that i've that i've reached so far is that if you were never there to elicit, to provoke, to stimulate that kindness in me, would I ever be kind? Would I ever be given a chance to exercise kindness? Well, yes, I have a potential in me uh, to act kind. But if you're not triggering that potential, if you're, if if there is no trigger uh, outside of me to stimulate that uh, kindness giveaway i will never be called a kind person you know 
So one goal of friendship would be to bring out the good in people. Because many a time, and this is what I've learned from reading Little Prince times and times, and we've been accustomed to buying stuff ready-made from the store. And there is no store that sells friendship. That's why a lot of us are struggling. You know, when I talk to a lot of people, they're like, but yeah, I have friends, but you know, the moment I want to talk about deep stuff, nobody seems interested. The moment I want to show about my personal you know, experience, nobody seems interested. The moment I want to talk about my career, nobody's interested. You know, it's all small, small, small talks all the time. And well, yeah, you can argue that some people are just like that. You know, uh, some people just are not good friends in general. But in my experience, uh, so far, I'm waiting to be, uh, you know, what do you call it? Disproven? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what, did I just made a, make up a word? I don't know. Uh, to be proved wrong, basically. But so far, I believe a lot of what's happening to you in terms of whether you have good friends uh, or not is actually within your control is is how you portray yourself do you portray yourself as a good friend do you exercise good friendship um what do you call it behavior do you show that kind of a character you know or are you just sitting there waiting for a good friend to appear from thin air? questions to ask ourselves so second phase as i said we're going to go through friendship maintenance things that help us uh maintain and get closer intimacy connectedness uh, um, assistance and help um, so we're going to explore that in more detail and then the third phase the third goal of the of the year so to speak would be exploring forming friendships what kind of a friend is suited for my character for my personal values how to approach people how to approach people that i find interesting and i'm drawn to but maybe i feel shy maybe you know i don't uh, want to cause any uh, disturbance maybe this and a thousand maybes that are hindering uh, your ability and your chance to make maybe uh, uh, excellent uh, lifelong uh, close relationship with a good becoming friend, as Dr. Alvin would put it. <laughs> uh, so these are our three main goals to achieve in Peabody's for the coming year. Friendship literacy, exploring friendship loss. Second, exploring friendship maintenance and then ending with forming friendship. And by ending, I mean, uh, this is just for this year, but we'll definitely have more plans uh, to, uh, uh, yeah, to, to execute uh, upcoming years. Well, I guess I covered pretty much what I wanted to cover for today. Thank you very much uh, for staying connected uh, with Peabody's. We welcome feedback. We welcome ideas. We welcome partnership. 
we are very easy to approach uh, and we are waiting to be approached that we're going to approach you as well, you know. So just by what I uh, mentioned about, you know, the goals that we have, things that we want to achieve, if you feel that it resonates with you in a way or another, just drop us a message and tell us that you'd like to talk to us about a personal experience or an idea or maybe a joint collaboration uh, that you'd like us to have and we'll put in all that we have and we can to make it happen. Uh, I'll stop on that. Uh, I'm in the midst of actually recording uh, very soon my our first episode on friendship loss maybe sometime during the next two weeks uh, but the plan is to publish monthly so uh, it'll be published uh, hopefully first March uh, till then I bid you all well and I leave you in God's safe hands mm -hmm.